Call 911. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Ah, good Thursday morning. It's Friday. It's Friday E. Friday is tomorrow, everybody. How awesome is that? It's like three weeks away from Thanksgiving. Holy shit. I, I know it's Christmas season and all, but let's not forget the old wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Me, your host, that's guy, uh, this guy right here, Arnie State. That's me, yeah. Hope you are doing good this wonderful Thursday morning so far. I'm just laughing at some of the things that are on the board already, which I know I'm fixing to do. Oh, today's going to be a, a t- today is going to be one of those good days. I, I can feel it because we have a lot of we we got to talk about Joe Biden's speech a little bit last night. I know, I know, nobody watched. That's why I'm here. I didn't watch it either. I just got highlights. But I knew it was going on. So uh, let, let's start the show off with some good mornings, shall we? Uh, first one here is Battleborn in Nebraska. He says, shit, good Thursday morning, everyone, in the ass family. That's right, sure, happy it's Thursday. Bam, that shit just happened. Andrew says, what up, ass family? I hope you all have wonderful people are doing well. We are. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. What up, Derek? Derek, my man, how are you, my friend? Uh, 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 Becca! Becca! The, those muffins you sent were phenomenal. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> Straight Fire says, what up, asses? Good morning, all. Battleborn says, what up, adult, uh, Dale's ass? What a tart. Is this the thing that... that, that I'll say her name Adele. Saying we name, we're saying her name wrong. Hello. Yeah, hello, hun. How are you? It's me. Yeah, we don't care. I was wondering no, no. if after no. all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I, I don't know how we're saying it wrong. I, I saw some snippet and I was like, I'm not going near that story. Somebody brought the story here. So, so how are we supposed to say it? Uh, Adele, Adele. Uh-uh, not in America. She needs to go back to the UK. You want it? You, you're lucky we don't pronounce your name, Adel. Hey, Adel, Adel, get your ass back down here and start singing. Adel, you know this song. Come on, girl, sing it. You're rushing down this there. Good old Adele. Come on, girl. Built it out. That's not her. Adelaide? There's no. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Stop. Fuck you. Fuck everybody. Fuck the world. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Uh uh. No, you, you know what? I, I, I've been holding on to something for a long time. Y'all need to stop with names. Y'all need to stop. Bushrinda? Do you want to name your kid Brenda? Or Bushrinda? 
I, I watched Judge Joe, Joe uh, what, what's his name? Not, not Judge Joe Brown, Judge Mathis. Judge Mathis gets some people on there with some fucked up names. We, we, y'all got to stop with the names. Just stop. Uh-uh. No. Adelaide, you do not. One second here. Hold on. Adelaide? It, it, uh, I'll tell you what. You put the little mark over the E, I might call it Adelaide. But that's Adele. Or Adele. Yeehaw, put y'all's hands together for that nice girl from a holler over in London, England. Adelaide is how you pronounce my name. No, no, the word lay does not go anywhere near your name, you swamp creature. Dude, I tell you what, she, I, it ain't the fact that she, she used to be big and then she slimmed down. She's just not an attractive gal. See, that, that, that's all, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. She can sing like there ain't no tomorrow. I ain't going to take that away from her. But to call her Adelaide, yeah, go fuck yourself, hon. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, no. Beshrindas, uh, anything that has, like, 14 syllables in front of it, no. No, see, and, and if that's the way they want to pronounce it over there, we, we can let them, them Englanders do it because, remember, they're the same idiots that pronounce it schedule when it's clearly pronounced schedule, not schedule, which you're schedule-like. And you know what? When you fucking Americans do that, the, the new rule uh, under, under uh, uh, TL 2024, as an American, we're going to add a constitu- constitutional amendment right here. As an American citizen, if someone pronounces the word schedule as schedule, you are allowed one open-handed slap. Oh, what's your schedule like? When did you get a speech impediment? It's schedule. She says it's a Dale. A Dale. A Dale. A Dale. I'll call her a Dale. A Dale. Um, Adele makes me want a sandwich. Wasn't Adelaide the name of the second maid on different strokes? Yes, it was a little bitty one. A little bitty old lady, Adelaide. I remember her. She was great. And then they brought that middle-aged woman on. You know, Mrs. Garrett was past middle age. Mrs. Garrett was Mrs. Garrett age. You know, she's still thinking that she can swing her paw around a little bit, but she can't because she's Mrs. Garrett. And then Adelaide was a sweet little old lady that took care of Arnold and Willis in their weird teen years. And then she croaked. And then they brought, what was her name, in Joe? And Joe was saddled with Danny Cooksey, the little red-headed kid on, on different strokes. And then making epileptic jokes, even though she was epileptic. I remember that episode. Yeah, good old Mrs. Garrett, though. 
They don't also pronounce H in words, but when they say the letter, they say H. H. No, uh-uh. uh-uh no, it's, it's, it's not schedule. Pearl. That was her name, Pearl. You're right. You're right about that. Not Joe. Joe is the lesbian chick from Facts of Life that everybody liked. All right. Uh, since we're talking about, you know, idiots and, and stupid people, those damn English people have the original version of what we speak. Yeah, they got the bad version of it. Uh, Joe Biden spoke last night, and, well, uh, we'll go through some Here's of it the fact. here. More Americans no, are turning fact. to News Nation. I see our audience grow. By the way, less than a week away from hopefully saving our country. All that's, that's all I'm saying. Acknowledged, and I think that's where you get trust. Magnify what matters. That's what we're here to deliver. See why America's uh, I don't know why this is on there, but let's go. Is Come on. News Nation. It's going to continue to get is. dramatically larger. I am really proud to be a part of it. To find Dan News Abrams Nation on your on TV, go to NewsNationNow.com. Dan Abrams is awesome. Just a few days ago, a little before 2.30 a.m. in the morning, a man smashed the back windows and broke into the home of the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the third highest ranking official in America. He carried in his backpack zip ties, duct tape, rope, and a hammer. As he told the police, he had come looking for Nancy Pelosi. Hearsay, I have yet to see body camera footage of that. To take her hostage, to interrogate her, to threaten to break her kneecaps. But she wasn't there. Her husband, my friend Paul Pelosi, was home alone. I'm about to fucking the lose my shit. tried to take Paul hostage. He woke him up. He wanted to tie him up. The assailant ended up using a hammer to smash Paul's skull. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, by the grace of God, Paul survived. All this happened after the assault and it just, I, it's hard to even say. It's, hard. Uh, it's not hard for me to say. It, it, it just isn't. Um, I, I have to say that, holy shit, there was a no-hitter in the World Series last night? Are you kidding me? Holy crap, that's something else. Wow. Why wasn't that all over the news today? I, I am not, obviously, I am not watching any of the World Series. But, oh, my God, well, we'll have to talk about that with Joe. Why isn't that the, uh, it's, it's not even top story anywhere. Was it not a, was it? All right, let's go back to this Biden It's hard to even say. After the assailant entered the home asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Hearsay. Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol. Okay, there it was right there. Here we're going to throw everything against the wall to see what sticks against that wacky Republican side. We know that they were Trump supporters that 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 attacked the Capitol on January 6th. We know that. You're trying to link this guy, and by the way, the president 
speaking on an ongoing investigation? Hello, where is this guy going to get a fair trial now? The President of the United States of America is commenting on this. You're not going to find a juror, not that this guy is going to not see the light of day ever again, but the fact of the matter is they're trouncing all over his constitutional amendment rights. And to link them to the January, where's Nancy? <sighs> Sadly, in my state, only one position on the ballot. My congressional district is really up for grabs. The rest are firmly blue by like eight points at least. Looks like we're saddled with crime-loving Governor Queen of Karens for another four years. Oof, as this place couldn't get any worse. And I'm sorry, buddy. She can't feel pain because of her intoxication level. I saw her babbling on on Fox News the other day. Or not Fox, but some news network. Uh, and uh, you could tell how hammered she was. She was talking about inflation, how other countries' inflation is so much worse than ours. When did we start comparing ourselves to the rest of the world? We are America! If you don't want me to say it, I'll say it. You don't want to say it, I'll say it. We're better than the rest of the world. We don't allow our children to fucking sew their fingertips off in shoe factories. Do we have some 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 idiocracies here? Yes. Yes. Are we stuck in our ways? Yes. But we're still far better than the rest of the world. But let's continue with Captain Lai. Six. When they broke windows, kicked in the doors, mm-hmm. brutally attacked law enforcement. No, oh, brutally. Roamed the corridors, hunting, hunting for officials. And erected gallows to hang the former vice president, Mike Pence. When did they erect gallows? Can somebody somebody get me a fact check on that? When did they have time to erect gallows? He just said that. Brutally attacked law enforcement. Roamed the corridors, hunting for officials. And erected gallows to hang the former vice president, Mike Pence. I am so lost right now. Is that true? I mean, look, I, I missed the fact there was a no-hitter last night in the World Series. But but for the love of Jesus, they never showed those gallows on TV. They erected gallows? That group of intruders, the guy with the moose on his head. I don't think they had time. Uh, let's see, because the Astros won, yeah, yeah, nobody cares. Because uh, it was a team no-no. Oh, it was a team no-no? That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That's not a no-hitter. Philly restaurants refused to serve. Oh, boy, I tell you what, Philadelphia was brutal to the Astros and the Astros fans. I like it. Arnie, we are the world. We are the children. That never happened. That's what the hammer was for, was building gallows. 
the country needs me to ask the, the, the questions. I wouldn't last long, but at least I'd ask the questions like, why the fuck do we care about the rest of the world and the economy? Amen. They never showed 40,000 hours of video. The administration spews lies upon lies, worst ever. So I'm, I'm right here, right? That there were no gallows built. There was no contractor there. Did somebody bring in a level? Hey! <laughs> While you're looking to, to rape Nancy Pelosi, can somebody get me a socket wrench? I need to tighten this gallow up that I'm building because we're going to hang Mike Pence. Because we've turned into Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> I, I, I need some three by sixes, not two by fours, goddammit. Where's the rope? <laughs> it was an enraged mob that had been whipped up into a frenzy by a president repeating over and over again the big lie that the election of 2020 had been stolen. It was. It's a lie that fueled the dangerous rise in political violence and voter intimidation over the past two years. Um, let me, uh, first of all, first of all, what he's talking about. Uh, I'm going to let him talk just a little bit more. Hold on a second. Even before January the 6th, we saw election officials and election workers in a number of states subject to menacing calls, physical threats, mm -hmm. even threats to their very lives. In Georgia, for example, the Republican Secretary of State and his family were subjected to death threats because he refused to break the law and give in to the defeated president's demand, just find him 11,780 votes. Just find me 11,000. What he's talking about was right after the election. Now, now, my personal belief is there was some hooty duty going on during this election, but... Lo and behold, I've accepted the, the, the outcome of it, as most Americans have. Now, there's a lot of people that are upset. But how about three years of government spending? How about three years of government funding the Federal Bureau of Investigations to look into voter fraud of the 2016 election? which was approved by Democrats to do, even though the Democrats knew that they did everything. And no charges have been filed against Democrats for doing that. Uh, breaking good news, McRib is here in western Washington. Good, I'm, I'm happy. Enjoy the Enjoy, my friend. Oh, fucking wow. They protested in front of Kavanaugh's house and made death threats, and your Justice Department did nothing. Amen. I want you to think about all of these constitutional things. 
I love the fact that now that the gallows have been erected in in the Capitol, that we forget about stuff like that. We allowed federal laws to be this administration, this this commission, everything that's underneath Joe Biden allowed federal laws to be broken on a daily basis as intimidation of a Supreme Court justice is against the law federally. Every one of those people that protested should be in a federal prison right now. Yet those people were celebrated. People that were celebrated. These are the same people that were threatening the neighbors of Judge Kavanaugh who might not even know Judge Kavanaugh or have anything to do with his assuasions for ruling. And they were threatening them. Intimidating children. Lovely. Uh Uh-oh, I I, I saw a move over there from the right side. It, It looks like it's starting to awaken. Remember, remember, <laughs> how about this one from this last summer? See, I'm going to get you guys all worked up to remember everything that happened this summer that the left did to you. Um, there last year, as a matter of fact, you remember, you remember, the, remember the story of the young girl who was sexually assaulted in a high school bathroom by a boy who thought he was a girl and the principal knew about it but didn't say anything to anybody, including the father of the girl that was sexually assaulted. He had to wait until his daughter got home. Remember that? Remember? And and and, and he hid everything. He said he didn't know about it when, when the dad called up, and he did, and all this kind of stuff. And then when the dad went crazy at the city council meeting, they, da- they deemed the father a terrorist. Literal word. Terrorist. For being upset and wanting to attack the principal. Hey, why don't you have your daughter raped? You not told about it. And then you get to see the person that didn't tell you about it. Let's see what your reaction is. Will it be a a bubbly hello? Will it be a put her there, pal? Or will it be I'm going to rip your fucking head off? That is what the left has done. Now those I can prove. You see, I, I, I have evidence and I can prove those stories. Joe Biden saying that there were gallows erected. <laughs> you don't think that that would have been the front page of every newspaper in the world? 180 votes. Election workers like Shea Moss and her mother, Ruby Freeman, were harassed and threatened just because they had the courage to do their job and stand up for the truth, to stand up for our democracy. This institution... This intimidation, this violence against Democrats, Republicans, and nonpartisan officials just doing their jobs are the consequence of lies told for power and profit, lies of conspiracy and malice, lies repeated over and over to generate a cycle of anger, hate, vitriol, and even violence. 
In this moment, um, outside of January 6th, and then as we've now linked this to Paul Pelosi because nobody's going to investigate that this is a sex worker gone wrong, uh, when we have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on here in a little while, we are going to ask him as, a, as the world's number one sex worker what he thinks was going on at the Pelosi mansion. This is ridiculous. He's so stupid. That school board should be thankful that dad didn't pull an old school classic decades ago when a rapist being escorted. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, he disguised by the airport phones, whipped out a gun, blasted that fucker to kingdom gum, found not guilty by a jury of his peers. I remember it. Oh, I love that. I love referencing that. It was it was his kid's taekwondo or karate instructor that had been, you know, doing wrong. And that dad was just standing there by that bank of phones. Pow! And it was caught on live TV, too. That was the best part. Well, the best part was the molester getting killed. Sorry. So Joe Biden spent the entire night last night lying. And once again... Joe learned this from Barack. Because Barack always commented on ongoing investigations in America, which is a gigantic no-no for a sitting president due to the facts that I brought up earlier is that you, you're not good, your jury tamper, you're not going to get a jury. When the president says something and it's so demeaning and demand and it's like linked right towards someone, people in that area are going to hear that. Oh, my God. All right. This fucking Paul Pelosi story. (sighs) Now we're finding more things now. I know it's shocking that as the days go by and we don't see him or any of the body cam footage, um, the suspect in the Paul Pelosi attack awoke him by standing over his bedside. Did he drift off after they just got done fucking? I mean, that's easy to explain. Paul, where's my money? Paul, where's my money? Man, I got you some great stock ideas. No, you said you're going to pay me this time. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm writing this out in my head. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you next time. Is it okay? I'm, I'm asleep right now. No, Paul, it's not okay. What if I were to call your wife? Oh, just shut up. Just get out. I'll take care of you tomorrow. How's that? Damn it, Paul. Where's Nancy? See? I've acted the entire thing out. (laughs) Horberg just sent me the, the Paul Pelosi crime scene video leaked. It's a Mr. Garrison fucking about to stick a hammer up Mr. Slave's ass. Oh, man. I mean, right there, right there, that, that's what we call re- I it, All I got to do is be this guy's attorney. I, all I'm doing is asking for reasonable doubt. 
Mr. Pelosi, have you ever frequented any gay uh, homosexual bars and uh, have uh, tried to take home men from there? And yes, sir, you are under oath. Yes, you have. Well, isn't it uh, uh, convenient that this young man frequents that same bar that you go to? Had you ever seen him there before, Mr. DPP or whatever that guy's name is? Yes, yes, he and I have had to... I was with him the night of his DUI. Man, he introduces that into evidence. This thing is over. Now we're being told that uh, DePape told officers and medics at the scene he was sick of the level of lies coming from Washington and came here to have a little chat with Pelosi's wife. No, I didn't really want to hurt him, but, you know, it was, was a suicide mission. Well, let's see. I'm still not buying it. Live T immigration officials say Pelosi's attack was an illegal U.S. by Priscilla Alvarez. CNN update. Uh, so he was here illegally? Yeah. Oh, we, well, I knew he was here illegally. He's from Canada. Boy, Paul, you know, you know, Nancy Pelosi's calling the border czar. Going, you better get a lockdown on that northern border, girl. <laughs> Man, this is just another senseless crime from an illegal immigrant. All of Mexico's going, hey, man, come on, it wasn't us this time. S.A.? It's true, you still have to call him that. He's an illegal immigrant. That's just funny. I don't care who you are, that's funny right there. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, people are saying that the, 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 it was a tone-deaf speech. She's being ridiculed for despicable speech, slamming Republicans as a threat to democracy. By the way, uh, I have an update on Twitter coming up a little bit later. I like Elon Musk. I like this guy and the way he responded to AOC. I like him, but like I said, we got that coming up. I just saw the story again. Um, by the way, speaking of Twitter, uh-oh, the White House deleted a tweet flagged by Twitter. Uh-oh. God damn it, Bubba. Stop. You know how to get in. Bounce your big fucking head in here, idiot. The White House deleted a tweet flagged by Twitter that credited Biden for Social Security payment increase. Hey, everybody, just want to let you know, uh, Joe Biden is raising your Social Security right before an election. Um, I, 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 I know, but I mean... Surprise, surprise, surprise. 
seniors are going to get the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years through President Biden's leadership, the White House tweeted. The White House tweet was accompanied by a note from Twitter that said many readers were adding context to the White House message that said the rise in Social Security payments were due to the annual cost of living adjustment, which is based on the current inflation rate. So, yes, it is because of the Biden administration that you are getting an increase in your pay, but that's due to our inflation being fucking retarded. I can prove he didn't say where's Nancy. If he really said it, he would have said it in proper Canadian. Uh, sorry to bother you, eh? But you could you trouble me to find uh, Nancy, eh? Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. Hangtown Jen! An ironic twist of fate as a result of Pelosi's attack in response to aggressive Canadian immigrants, California will begin building a wall across the Canadian border using the workforce we have let walk in from Mexico. (laughs) Shut the Canadian border down. They're going to start bringing fucking hockey sticks with them next. Joe Rogan ripped apart Kareen J. Pierre as an incredible gaslighter. Congratulations, son. You made it to Joe Rogan. Well, you can tell an election's right around the corner because the White House is rolling all kinds of shit out now. The White House, ready for this one? said it will make $13 billion available to help low-end and medium-income households pay their energy bills and find ways to make their houses more energy efficient. Hey, everybody, don't worry about your bills. We got them for you. Oh, dipshit is going to be taking to the stand. And when I say dipshit, I mean... I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. But I mean, truly, when you, you know, when you see our kids, and I truly believe that they are our children. They are the children of our country, of our communities. I, I mean, our future is really bright if we if we prioritize them and therefore prioritize the climate crisis and the need to address. I have no idea what she said, but she's going to be taking the podium in Boston, I believe today to announce the administration's next step in supporting families who may be struggling with their utility bills. You need utility because it, it, it's, it, it's, it, it utilizes What we have as a nation, the utilities of our country are the utilities that we speak. You see, uh, people need lights. They need lights on so they can see. And the utilities are the lights that make people utilize their eyes so they can see and the light helps them. Thanks, Kamala. 
See, and I only do kind of like the Cosby voice because Kamala started it. Elections matter. Flazzle dizzle. And when folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. They got the chimichanga flavored putsy, 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 jello pudding pop. Why do we let her out? She should, she should be locked in, in, in her chambers just waving at people and doing phone interviews and doing, doing audio and video interviews. She's not smart enough to speak in public, people. Kamala will read you tiles and whip out her jugs. This country will be so better off when she's not a part of the leadership. I'm just saying. She is not good. Even the Democrats can't fucking take this. They're like, God damn. Boy. Boy, did we bluff. And we had a dipshit and a moron. Oh, Christ almighty. These two got the most votes in the history of elections. I have such a... And now all they're doing is trying to buy this election. Here's $10,000 to you students. Oh, wait, we're not going to get those payments? That you're not... Hey, if you're basing who you vote on next week... I'm going out to vote today, by the way. Very excited about that. Um, If you base who you vote on based on if they're giving you money back, that that college loan thing ain't going to happen. I'm I'm just here to tell you. Straight Fire says best VP ever. The only reason why is because she has been so out there. Usually they keep, especially if the VP is this dumb, they keep the VP covered up, but they've let her go. Mainly because the president is so dumb. Oh, I like the many faces of Joe. My my favorite, of course, is Tough Guy Joe. When Joe gets a little amped up and he thinks he's going to get a little old man tough on somebody, that's my favorite Joe. Condescending Joe. When Joe tries to be condescending is my second favorite because he doesn't realize just how stupid he is. Then there's Whisper Joe. Whisper Joe creeps me out. When he when he goes to the pony and he goes, look, America, we're going to get this thing solved. When he starts whispering, that creeps me out. That, that reminds me of Sniffy Joe. We all don't like Sniffy Joe. You know what? I take that back. There, There is one Joe that I like more. I, I do like, there's one Joe I like more than Angry Joe, and that's Lost Joe. When Joe's on a podium and he makes a turn and there's nobody there and he keeps that arm out there and he kind of waddles around a little bit, looks around, That that's my favorite Joe. <laughs> you know? Proof that the man is not capable of leading a country? I do dumb things. I've done dumb things. 
and I'll do dumb things, and I'll keep doing dumb things until I'm too dumb to remember how to breathe. Oh, Joseph. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. Yep, yep, and, and you have, and you will. Poopy Pants Joe is the worst, yes, when he pooped himself in Great Britain. Wait, did he poop himself in Great Britain, or was it in front of the Pope? I mean, that's almost the start of a great joke right there. By the way, I told a joke on TikTok today, and I think this was a V. This was a V. Coop one he sent me, and I'll give V. Coop the credit because he's the man. Uh, I'm just making sure it hasn't been taken down yet. Ooh, it hasn't. So the joke I told was, well, let's let's, let's tell it. Why did they remove the George Floyd mask from Halloween shelves? It was too hard to breathe in. <laughs> Why did they take the George Floyd mask off the Halloween shelves? Because it was too hard to breathe in. Um, I put that up an hour ago. We're at over 10,000 views. I like it. I like it. Warbird says, I don't trust early voting anymore. I feel that there's manipulation in early voting. I'm going to vote on Election Day. Probably still manipulated on Election Day. I've lost all trust in the process. I understand. And, and, and I'm happy that you're still voting. Pooped for the Pope, queef for the Queen. Okay, all right. Um, there's a great word associated with what you're going through right now, and it's disenfranchised. You're disenfranchised with the whole idea. I became disenfranchised for a while when I moved to California. I like like I said, I, I grew up watching the news. I've been a news junkie my whole life. I love it. And uh, I love making fun of what's in the news of the day. And that, that's my favorite part of living this life that I've been given. And I've been one of these news, and I've watched this, and, and I've voted in every election I could since I was 18 years old because I look forward to it. I was a nerdy fucking kid, but I hit it well being at cool parties and drinking. That's what drinking can do for you, kids. It hides your inner nerd. Um... <laughs> But I never missed an election. I remember when we moved in, in 2000, when I first moved to California, I voted. And I believe it was on, it was, it was that year that was the year that we weren't going to provide free health care to illegal aliens. And it passed overwhelmingly. And once it passed... A lawyer threw up his hand and said, this is unconstitutional, and then it was taken off. It, did, it no longer had passed, and it's no longer ever been on the ballot. And I started thinking to myself, how did it even get that far if it's unconstitutional? And then it happened again like the next year. They voted on something, and I, I didn't have any beef with this. So I, I didn't care either way on it. Um, but they did the same thing, and it happened twice, and I became disenfranchised. I was like, why am I even voting? Why am I voting for shit if it's not going to be there or if my vote doesn't matter? 
but your votes matter because it all starts at the lower levels. The lower levels move into the middle levels, and, and I understand all the shit that happened in the last election, allegedly. They're here to tell us this is the most secure election we have, and we have to trust that, okay, go out there, and I'm glad you're voting. Uh, I'm going to a voting station to go vote there early, and I'm, I'm going to check my ballots because there's a couple stories about how, how names have changed here in the state, and I was like, okay, don't want any of that. But you got to go out there and do your duty. You have to. Uh, I haven't believed in the process since high school. Now it's sports. Movies are gone. Books are written by hack writers already established and sickening wealthy. Remember the prop over Prop 8? Oh, yes, I do. The only thing I believe in anymore is ass. Well, I, will, I, 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 I take that as a solid right there. That, that means a lot, and I appreciate that, Ogre. Uh, you have a dictator that just writes it in. Yeah, yay, California. Like when the Supreme Court said, fuck your votes on, on 8, yeah? And today, Biden's speech will be on how the Republicans are going to steal the midterms. True story. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Hillary started that racket last week. She started talking about the Republicans stealing the midterms last week. And they, look, it started, actually, it started, I, I shouldn't say it started with Hillary two weeks ago. It started uh, right around two years ago. You know, after that, that election that we had, when when there are a lot of laws changed to be able to vote due to COVID, this weird sickness that all of a sudden happened. People said the only way Donald Trump can get out of office is if there is an economic breakdown. And what did we have? We had an economic breakdown due to a pandemic wasn't any fault of our own. It was a pandemic that shut everything down. And the buck stops with the president, and people said, no, the president didn't do a good job, so we're going to vote him out, and we're going to put this other guy in who is, A, going to bring us together. Remember, that was in his speech. He's going to bring us together. And all he's done is he's alienated his own party and made the other party hate him even more. You mean a, a, a disease unleashed by a country who was losing economic war brought on by Trump? Yeah, brought, yes. Oh, absolutely. Look, everybody, everybody in Washington has to suffer for this. There are no squeaky queen, clean wheels there. All complicit. All why? Because they love the power. They love the power. That's what this is all about. It's about power. It's about control. It's not about how much money they have. It's about walking around with this air about them. You will feel that. You will feel what they feel all the time. When you go do cool stuff, like like stuff that, let's say that you have uh, uh backstage passes to go to see your favorite band and you get to walk past all the other people that want to be back there and you have this air about you we've all felt it 
They feel it all the time. Wrongfully. See, when you got those backstage passes, you're goddamn right you're better than everybody else because you're going backstage to meet the artist. That's pretty kick-ass. Take it from somebody who's going backstage a lot. It's awesome. And it's okay to have that air. It's okay. When you've earned it. Winning a championship. I don't care what it's in. I, 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 I don't care. I don't care if it's fucking rec league softball. I don't care if it's fucking bowling league. If you win after you spent all a year playing that and you get a trophy afterwards, you get to have that air. Not as mighty as the people in Washington, but you get to have that air about you. That's what we all fight for. They get it all the time. Do you think Nancy Pelosi has ever had to wait for a table in the last eight years? Nancy Pelosi could go to Washington. She could go to the busiest bar, which I imagine she doesn't. She goes to probably dive bars, fucks dudes in the alleyway. She could walk in there and go, I need a table, need it now, Speaker of the House. Boom. Boom. All those people are guilty of it. And they use their air for wrong. We all kind of use that air for wrong. We gloat. We get to do that. I mean, but we've earned it. Those people haven't earned it. They, they, they earned the right to try to get it. Nancy goes across the hall to her personal congressional bar. I'm surprised. She, she probably has a, an ivy of scotch. She's going to have that going fucking Tuesday night. Oh, there goes my power. Chuck Schumer's walking around his house and nothing but his, his old dilapidated boxer shorts, black socks with the garters still on. V-neck undershirt tucked into the old, decrepit fucking boxers. And he's got his glasses pulled down to his nose, and he's smoking, but he has one of those uh, filter things like Cruella DeVille, and he's smoking through that. Oh, Nancy, I don't know what we're going to do. Arnie does dance and just whip out her big old hoots. Oh, yeah, when she's getting pounded behind the old congressional bar. Because, you know, Paul hasn't thrown a proper fucking to her. That's what I see happening. I have a lot of free time in my brain. A lot of people go, Arnie, uh... Where do you come up with this shit? I don't know. It just lives there. I know, it shouldn't live there. It shouldn't live there. Uh, they sentenced the kid to life in prison without parole. The kid who shot up Parkland High School. A lot of people want to see him dead. The parents <laughs> parents came out yesterday. Uh, parents are disgusted, and they are begging that he gets murdered by bars. <laughs> Florida, 
Where are my Floridians at? I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. I, I'm laughing because that's something, that's a request you usually don't hear. Please let him get killed behind bars. The merciful decision of the jury enraged the family of the 17 victims. Many of them spoke. Many of them spoke in court today calling Cruz an abomination and a monster. I just love that they're begging for him to get killed. By the way, there's a story going on right now about The View and and how they're getting criticized for something. That's all I got to say about the Parkland shooter. He's been sentenced to life. He'll get killed in prison. Don't worry about it. The View had their Halloween costumes, and they're getting a hard time over a, a kid that wore a gold lame outfit that looked like an Oscars trophy. And it had a red handprint on its face, and it was the Oscar slap. People are upset at that. First of all, let me just say, I'm not upset at it at all. I get it. Not a bad, not for a kid, maybe. An adult costume, okay, not bad, pretty funny. I don't know why people are enraged at it. I mean, is it good? It's not bad. And for me to say something's not bad on The View. But people need to, y'all need to do, y'all need to find some fucking hobbies, man. Y'all people that get upset at shit like that, that make it a national news story, y'all need a hobby. Get into stamps. Baseball cards, I mean, fuck, cards are going crazy. That's an awesome collectible to get into right now. Do that instead of worrying about other people's fucking business. Good God almighty. They should have never done that. That was a terrible moment in America. When Will Smith slapped him, he showed that violence used it. Now, I know I talk about how... We're really fucked because this next generation is going to be the generation that takes care of us. Here's something to think about, though. We're being spared the really bad ones. Now, I this, this is a story that just blows my mind that it happened. I mean, it, it shouldn't. It happened in Des Moines, Iowa. Two teenagers, two Iowa teenagers, killed their high school Spanish teacher because of a bad grade. Uh, That's the entire story, pretty much. That's the premise of this story. Two teenagers kill a teacher over a bad grade. Well, the good news is these two teens will never, ever see the light of day again. And we don't have to worry about them taking care of us in the future. What I'm saying is that we are, I guess, this is the theory of evolution. The the weak are going to fall out. Like, these two morons, they're gone. And I say good riddance. And then there's this next story that just, 
scares me even more that, that people like this, it, it's happening all the time. Which is good because it's weeding them out, the really dumb ones out. And I'm sorry that this happened. Blah, 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 blah. A 15-year-old girl fell to her death this month in Turkey after dropping her cell phone and trying to retrieve it. She was on the fourth floor of a building in southwest Turkey when she tried to retrieve the the device. She lost her footing and plummeted four stories to the pavement, crushing her skull. They have video of it, but they're just showing still shots. I apologize. This goes along with a bunch of other stories where people are trying to take selfies and they fall to their death. I just say, man, we're just weeding them out. How do you get that close to the fucking edge? Thank God I have this irrational fear that I'm going to fall from everything. That way I don't go anywhere near the edge. So it's either through death or prison that we're weeding these people out. The moron Americans that go over and write their name on the Coliseum. People that take pictures in the Louvre. Just outstandingly stupid. But that's our world that we live in. That's the world that was given to us, and now Joe Biden is in control. It's an ill wonder. You know, I keep saying this is the stupidest time in American history. I've been saying it for 14 years. 14 years I've been saying that. And it really dawned on me just this second. It really fits that this is the dumbest time in American history when we have the dumbest president in American history leading us. And I'm not going to take that back. Joe Biden's a moron. Joe Biden hasn't done one good thing in office. Arnie, you also can comprehend a simple concept called common fucking sense. Amen to that. Oh, my God. All right. The phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write to the show. We do listener mail every Tuesday, and it's sponsored by the good folks over at JS Floors. And uh, we will be back with the one, the only, Lake Tahoe, Joe fucking Murphy. Says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River She's a gold dry The interest is up And the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged If you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids And the dogs and me Got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive 
from dusk till dawn Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too Ain't too many things these old boys can't do We grow good old tomatoes and homemade wine And country boy can survive I got a little black book in 
the gals look cute And I know the name of every spot in town I want to find them, fool them, leave them And let them do the same to me I want to live fast, love hard, die young And leave a beautiful memory Burns, burns, burns 
The ring of fire, the ring of fire, the ring of fire, the ring of fire. ArnieRadio.com. Ready, get set, go! The Arnie State Show. Right now. Now. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Look at that. We're going to make it through a whole work week. Holy shit. Got to call. Okay, I got to call Joe on this here number right here. All right. Um, all right, let's see. Call Joe. Because we got lots to get to today. Holy crap. Hello. Is this the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy? Yes, it is, sir. You've reached the right number. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? Well, you know, I'm doing great. I guess I'm doing okay. I mean, it's been a tough week, you know. I was, you know, of course, I was working security at the Pelosi household. Oh, my gosh. I was I was going to ask. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I seen them in the McRib. I was on my break. I saw the McRib came out. Right. So right. I ran to McDonald's and all, all hell broke loose. Now, 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 let me ask you this, Joe. As the, the foremost uh, authority on sex workers in this world, you being one of the top dogs in the sex worker world. All right, then. Um. Did you happen to go to get the McRib when you knew that the sex worker was coming to the house? The following conspiracy theories are not acceptable. <laughs> um, they, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Uh, you, you know, they were out by the pool before this whole thing started, <laughs> and, and I mean, it was crazy. Uh, but I didn't think anything of it, so I went and grabbed the McRib. I don't blame you. And, and, and I, I grabbed, you know what? I grabbed two. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Right, you know, everybody right. thinks I'm on a, you know, a South Beach diet, and then so I'll hear a lot of black. So I, had, I grabbed two McRibs. I come back. There's cops everywhere. So I, you know, I grabbed a couple of catalytic converters and got the hell out of there. <laughs> How are the McRibs? They're, they were tasty. Good, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Joe, we have a gigantic story unfolding in front of us right now in the NFL. And it is amazing that it all started to break yesterday during the show that the Snyders came out and said that they are looking to sell the Washington Commandos. And now the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia has opened a criminal investigation into the Washington Commandos. Now, this 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 uh, law entity that who who is holding the investigation? The uh, U.S. Attorney's Office. Okay. So the and United States the of America. Because we know, as we know, Mr. Snyder is as uh, clean cut as Kim Jong Un. But go ahead. <laughs> Uh, they, they're saying that they're being investigated for engaging in financial improprieties. No, not, not Dan Snyder and the no. Washington, uh, uh, commanders, uh, Redskins. I mean, I'm sorry. Whatever they are. Yeah. Uh, I talked about this a little bit yesterday. 
I guess the NFL said that D- Daniel Snyder selling the team or look ha- asking uh, Bank of America to help him find a, a buyer is not well, good enough. So we're going to dump what we have to the government now. So, I mean, so, he, you know, the reason he's probably getting rid of that, I mean, I think there's some, you know, like you said, this investigation, you know, I think it's one of those things where uh, there's some stuff going to happen to this guy and he already knows it. Well, you know, you, like, like he's going to get in trouble. And so he's, what, I mean, what, what is he selling the team for? Yeah, I mean, this is the weird thing about this story. So the only thing that's ever happened about this story, except for now, is that John Gruden lost his job with the, the, the Raiders. You know, with this right. investigation that's going on. And Daniel Snyder, a couple weeks ago, came out and said he has dirt on it, all the owners and that he yeah. would bury them, and now he's selling the, the franchise. What do they yeah. have on him? What's that? I want to know what they have on Dan Snyder. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think he knows that they got the – I think he's been up to no good. Uh, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a little Napoleon, and uh, I think he's up to no good, and he's like the walls are closing in, and I think he's looking to – you know, what, who knows what his next move is, but or, – or he, he, he inevitably knows – that he'll have to sell the team anyway. The NFL would probably make him. I, I I think this is going to this is going to be one of the ugliest stories that we've ever seen, and I can't wait. I cannot wait, and because mainly because that's one less team I have to worry about in my division. That's what makes me the happiest about it all. Being a Cowboys fan, Woo-hoo! I know you'll you'll take you know you guys will cheat. You'll do whatever it takes. Damn right. Wait. Hey, there's there's two wins a year right there. I'm guaranteed two wins a year. I'm happy. Um, uh, all right. Did you watch any of the World Series last night? I guess there was a no hitter last night in the World Series. Com- I think it was like four pitchers. It was a combined yeah. no hitter. So so you're with me that it's not that impressive. It's it's not as impressive as a no hitter. Of course, you know the men did reach base, uh, so it was you know obviously it wasn't a perfect game. Um, you know the perfect game is is uh, that's incredible. That but, that that's amazing. I mean, it's perfect. You you can't no say hitter. anything about well, it. What's a no hitter if you walk four guys and there's two errors in the game or something? Then did, did they get I, it's a hit? Like a, it's like a, they should they should have an asterisk by yeah, that. Yeah, but did they get a hit? Uh, Did they get a hit in the game? No, no, no it's, it's a no, no hitter. Like, let's say you have a no hitter, but there's four, you walk four guys. There's a couple of oh, errors. Sure. Oh, guys seen it. I mean, it is a no hitter. You're right, yeah. but yeah. it's no hitter. But it just kind of seems like you know, I, I, I like I like the perfect game, but who doesn't, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, look. I I I grew up with Nolan Ryan. He had seven no hitters. He never had a perfect game. Really? He never had a perfect game. He he threw his seven no hitters. Because he would walk guys. He, no one was wild, but nobody scored on him. And, and the Rangers were full of errors, too. I never got to see a Nolan no-hitter. I got to see Nolan's 5,000 strikeout game. I got to see him uh, try to go for win number 300 the first time when Milwaukee was an American League team. You remember that, Joe. Well, the, uh, they, I remember when Houston was a National League exactly. team. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, the perfect game, I've never seen one uh, in person. Yeah. I saw one in the minor leagues. Oh wow, uh, that that's pretty awesome. That's special. That is yeah. awesome. Um, baseball season wrapping up. Who do you like in the series? What is it? Is it tied now? Two games each. We're, we're two games apiece. I believe they're still in Philadelphia. Um, 
I, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't really, I care for any, either one, but I, you know, I think of Houston. It's funny because I think of, I want to vote for the national league, but I kind of, it's like, I think of Houston as a national league team, but right. they're not, but I just, and it's hard for me to vote for Philly. So it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's really, I'm kind of just don't care this year because yeah. whoever wins, because I, I usually would vote for the, even if, even if like the Dodgers were in the world series, I probably might, as much as I don't like them, I probably would, would root for them because they were National League team. But I just can't root for Philly. It's weird. And I'm, I'm not American League, but so I don't care, I guess. You know you know what's so weird about Philadelphia is I hate the city so much with the Phillies and the Eagles and everything. They still have the greatest mascot in the world. The Philly Fanatic is still the best mascot in the world. Yeah. I mean, yeah, next I, to, next, the, chicken, the chicken is close, but the Philly Fanatic is fantastic. And I first learned about him, you know, I went to Catholic grade school and uh, Monsignor Thompson was a Monsignor and he was, uh, uh, he had, uh, he was from Philadelphia. So he was a Philly fanatic and he, and he was the one that told us about the Philly fanatic when I was a little kid and we, he, we'd call him Monster Thompson and he, let, he was okay with that until the church ladies were around and we called him Monster Thompson. Oh my God, they were outraged. <laughs> <laughs> and Monsignor Thompson told us, you know, you better stick with Monsignor when the church ladies are around. Yeah. Uh, Don't call uh, me Monster, you know, <laughs> because, you know, that didn't go well. Uh, all right. Well, it's time to go to college football before we get to our disastrous week that we had last week in the NFL, Joe. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, it was bad. Um, boy, it's tough to start here. Um, uh, you know what? Let's start with your beloved team, shall we? Minnesota is on the road, and they are taking on the mighty Huskers, the Corn Huskers of yeah. Nebraska. It's in yeah. Lincoln. Minnesota's a sixteen-point favorite. Uh, no, I know, and then you know, uh, we don't know who's going to be starting quarterback. Um, it doesn't really matter. Uh, that was so depressing because when Nikki Joseph took over. We get a win, and then, uh, and then we come back, and uh, you know. But Illinois ranked best Illinois team, you know, because people. Minnesota, it's not Minnesota. Illinois. Okay, it's you're, Illinois. You're, you're playing Minnesota this week. I know. I'm talking about lab when we lost the 26 to nine oh, last okay, week. Okay. I'm letting people know how you know it's Illinois, not Illinois. Yes, Illinois. Yeah, but we're playing Minnesota now. Minnehaha, the land of ten thousand lakes. <laughs> The reason the Lakers are called the Lakers yes, because they get to Minneapolis. Um, 16 points. I, of course, I'm going to say it too much. I mean, I'm not going to bet against them. That's the one team I won't. Even if I, even if I, you know, if Minnesota was like, say, favored by like one, you know, that would be the, like, the safest play there is. But I still wouldn't bet it because I won't bet against Nebraska. So I'm going to take Nebraska and the 16 points. Okay. I, I, I can't say we're going to win that game. All right. All right. I'm rooting for you. I hope you know I've been rooting for Nebraska all season. Um, you know, when I sit here on Saturdays and I see the Texas scores, I always think, and I know Arnie's rooting for my Cornhuskers. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Uh, not a lot. Here's a game that on paper it sounds really good, but it's not. Number four, Clemson on the road at Notre Dame. Clemson's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, Clemson at Notre Dame at uh, at the Golden Dome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Touchdown, Jesus. I, I like the upset. I think Notre Dame, like you said, uh, when you look at this before the season starts, even you yeah. know, or in past years, wow, this will be this will be a big ball game. 
Um, I'm sure it's on our network. Let's see. It's Clemson. Oh, it's at, at NBC. We'll yep. cover it, obviously. Um, I will watch it on Peacock. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I like Notre Dame getting the points, but that will be my upset. I like uh, I like because I think they're both about the same caliber team, so I'm going to give the home field advantage. Yeah, I, I don't believe Clemson at number four. I mean, the college rankings came out this week. Are you okay with Tennessee at number one now? You know, I have a problem with that. You know, Do you? But they, I mean, they, listen, if you're in the SEC and you're undefeated. Uh, you can't, nobody can say anything if you're ranked number one. I I have zero problem with, I hate Tennessee, but looking at what they've done this season, they're the number one team in the country. Yeah. Like I said, if you're in the SEC and we're like seven, eight games in and you're, you're undefeated in the SEC, you have every right to be ranked number one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like Notre Dame in this game. This is Notre Dame season. If this coach has any dreams about coming back next year, he has to win this game. Either this game or the SC game. One of those two he has to win. And yeah, I think well, he wins it's this his one. first year. I mean, you don't think they give him another year? If he loses this game, they go to five and four. Okay? They've only got a couple more chances. USC is one of those teams they play, and USC is going to beat the dog shit out of Notre Dame. Yeah. What if Notre Dame doesn't go to a bowl game? Yeah, that's yeah, that's uh, that. I remember when that happened in Nebraska. We got we had held the record when that's why when Frank Solis got but we had held so many different records, so many weeks in the top twenty-five, so many weeks or years making two bowl games consecutive. This that and and all these records were broke. Uh, and that's and we that's when we fired Frank Solich. And yeah, that's when you don't go to a bowl game. You you remember that? Like if Notre Dame doesn't go to the bowl game. Uh, you might be right, but I still think they'll give him another year. But I mean, looking at their schedule right now, they've got Clemson, who they shouldn't beat. I mean, on paper right now, they shouldn't beat Clemson this week. They've got Navy next week, and they always like to beat up on the service academies. So, la-di-da, Notre Dame, you can win that game. Boston College, that's not a give-me. That's a rivalry game right there, two big yeah. Catholic schools. And then the last game of the season is SC. So if they lose to Clemson, they go five and four, Navy six and four, possibly going six and five against Boston College, and then six and six for the season. That's not a Notre Dame year. Yeah, yeah, and because because of the notoriety, of course, you know, yes. they win the six, they're in. They'll get a they'll get a, a decent bowl game still, you know, because of their that they're Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, but but I mean that's only that's one year. Um, I think they give the guy another another year, okay. uh, even if he even if he loses out. If, well, if he loses out the year, <laughs> then he's probably gone. Oh yeah, he loses out, he's done. He's done. Now we got a huge matchup in the SEC here. We got two huge matchups this week in the SEC. The first one used to be pretty much the game of the year. Everybody look forward to this one. It's at nighttime at LSU, and it's tough to win at LSU at night. LSU at home against number six, Alabama. Alabama's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay. You cut out there and my sheet. I'm, I'm looking at Who's at Alabama? Uh, Alabama is on the road at LSU. Oh, yeah, right, right. So Alabama's probably I'm, – I'm looking here. I just dropped my sheet. That's what I was doing, picking that up. And But so before I find it, I'm going to say Alabama's – You, I think you said it already, but you cut out – um, but I'm going to say Alabama's like a, boy, uh, a 17-point favorite? 13 and a half. Dang. 
Yeah, you know, Al, you know, it, I, you, you know, usually when a new coach gets hired at a college or even a, you know, not so much the pros, but uh, more, but college, you know, they they they're rebuilding. Right. You know, they're like, but I thought when when we went to LSU, when the guy from Notre Dame went to LSU, Ryan Kelly. that it was just going to be like they're still going to be national championship uh, caliber, but they're not. No, you know, they're not. They're not the LSU of a couple years ago. Uh, and uh, I think Alabama is not the Alabama. Alabama already has a loss this year, do they not? Yes, they do. Yes, they so, do. Yeah, they do. Who and who did they lose to? Uh, uh, Al- Alabama lost to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee definitely number one. Then obviously, um, yeah. boy, uh, you know what? Alabama wins that game by a touchdown. Yeah. See, this is. Uh, Playing at LSU at night is a different beast. That that stadium, I mean, when you get all those fucking Cajuns down in Louisiana and you're going to get them liquored up all day. I mean, we're talking all this game don't start till six o'clock. They have already started tailgating in Baton Rouge. I mean, it's Thursday. They're already there. This is no, Nick listen, Saban, listen, the guy listen, who turned listen, their listen, back no. on him. And, and listen, he really killed me. Louisiana, okay, has parishes, yes. not counties. No. Those are good Catholic people. They don't drink. <laughs> but, you, but you know the old saying, wherever you see four Catholics, you usually see a fifth. So that's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I like LSU to cover. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to pick yeah. a winner in this game because it's too hard. I just like LSU to cover. That's all. Me too. Me too. That's why I, I think Alabama might win that game. But uh, I think Alabama might win that game. But uh, LSU, but, but but LSU covers. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. But LSU is just. Yeah. I, I just thought they would be a powerhouse again. But they're. It's like they're. It's almost like they're rebuilding. Yeah. See, and that's the other thing. I think that that. Um, I think this is going to be a personal one for Nick Saban to kind of step on Brian Kelly's head. Because he stepped on his head once before in a national championship game, and I think he enjoyed it. And I think he wants to keep kicking the shit out of Brian Kelly. I think this is going to yeah. be a very personal game. Yeah. Well, Nick Saban, he 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 would he wants he likes to kick the shit out of his grandma. I yeah. mean, oh, that yeah. guy. He, he wants to kick. He wants to he he wants to beat everybody. And to that's a why I love him. I think he's fantastic. God bless him. Um, all right, and then the biggest game of the day. We got one more game to go, but one, the biggest game of the day is going to be happening between the hedges. Sanford Stadium in Athens, Georgia, where your Georgia Bulldogs, the number three Georgia Bulldogs, are hosting the number one Tennessee Volunteers. Both teams are 8-0. and oh. Okay. Wow, Tennessee. It's Tennessee. Uh at Georgia, correct? Yes, yes. But is that, now that's between the hedges, right? Yes, sir. It is between the yeah. hedges. Okay, so I, I'm 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 going to say that uh, Tennessee. Ooh, I'm, you know what? That's got to be a pick and ball game. You would think Georgia is an eight point favorite. Ooh, I don't, you know what, that, see, that's, they're thinking like us, they're not, they're thinking like, you know what, is Tennessee for real? Yeah. 
Yeah, is Tennessee for real? Wow, there that's that's kind of what they call a trap. I mean, trap it's like what do they know that we don't? You know, because wow, that's the number one team in the country. Mm. You know, just Georgia's. I mean, what Georgia number two or three probably, right? Three, number uh, three, yeah. Number three, uh, boy, you know what you got? I mean, that, 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 you just you got to take the points in that game. You got to. I mean, if you're going to bet it, I think, but I think Georgia wins that game. Yeah, I think Georgia wins, and it's just because of experience. I, I think that's what it comes down to. Um, I, I hate Tennessee, so I will never, ever pick them on this show. So, uh, woof, woof, go Ugga. Uh, I'm taking the dogs. Go dogs. All right, last college game of the day. You there? Yeah. All right. Um, last college game of the day is my beloved number 24-ranked Texas Longhorns on the road against Kansas State, who just polywopped the shit out of Oklahoma State last week. Yeah. Texas on yeah. the road at Kansas State. Boy, you know – I, at Kansas State, I've been to the fine city of Manhattan, Kansas. Gorgeous. The Little oh, Apple. The unbelievable. Little Apple. The culture there is, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, hopefully you're into, you're into beef and football. <laughs> um, but uh, I like, I'm going to say Kansas State. Uh, boy, I, that game, is, I bet you that game is a pick em, right about no, no point spread, really. Uh, Texas is a two and a half point favorite. Wow. I, I know. I'm blown away. I'm shocked. Yeah. That's some disrespect to K-State right there that I'm not offering. Yeah. You know, as a betting man, I'd probably take K-State. And, I, you know, I don't like it. I just – I knew when you got to choose. I almost – I'm going to have to say I, I think I like K-State in this game, Arnie. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, I'm, I'm terrified. Look, the rest of the schedule scares me because we're at five wins. And we still have TCU and Baylor left to play and Kansas. I I just want to get to a bowl game. Come on, give me a bowl game this year. Yeah, um, and you know what? And what's really weird is when you're worried. It's weird when somebody's worried about Kansas, but you have every right to be. Yeah, you know, you I mean, have every right to be. But it's like you know, normally that's a that's a that's a notch on the bedpost for Kansas. But you know, but not anymore. So. Yeah. Oh fucking a! I, I'm taking the Longhorns due to the fact that we had a bye game last. We were off last week, so we had two weeks to get ready for this. Uh, I'm going with the Horns, but man, oh man, am I terrified of the rest of the season because well, I will get you, fucking pissed. You should be more. You should be as scared as a as a white guy in line to see Black Panther <laughs> Wakanda forever. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> did did you hear my joke? I'm getting some ridicule on TikTok today for a joke I told. What did you tell? What, did, what did, who did you insult this time? Uh well, why did they take the George Floyd mask off the Halloween shelves? Why is that? Because <laughs> it's too hard to breathe in. Uh, you can't get any air. I tried it. <laughs> You're right. It's not he's not people, he's not being mean. No. It really, there's a there's a they, they, the, the manufacturer messed up. That's all. Uh, all right. Here we go, Joe. It's time for the NFL. You and I did not have good weeks last week, my friend. Wah, wah. Joe, I was seven and eight last week. Uh, give me my, the first, my first losing week of the season. Bringing my total record to 59 and 49. Joe, you had a one-game lead on me, 
and yeah. that has all but evaporated. And then that some. You were four and eleven last week. You, you know what? <laughs> I sure picked a bad week to start sniffing glue. Man, well, oh man! What? Now you went on the you went out on the ledge a lot last week, and, and I'll give it to you. Yeah, and you even admitted that you were either gonna fucking look great, or it was gonna be bad, and it was bad, my friend. I'm a riverboat gambler. Okay. Wow. I mean, you didn't win an afternoon game until the, the, the Cleveland. You didn't win until Monday night. You well, stopped winning after the Patriots game last week. I went to Mass three times that day. <laughs> uh, so the overall record now, the overall standings is this. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, 57-51 and 51 on the season. Damn it. Your boy, Arnie. 59 and 49 on the season. What, you got a two game lead? I have a two game lead. Oh, man, that's all right. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, you know, throw you a bone. I'll, I'll be back. I appreciate that. All right. Well, this is your week to come back, my friend. Uh, starting tonight on Prime Video. Ooh, boy, this is all the markings of a Hall of Fame game, meaning the first game of the season. The Eagles, who are undefeated, are on the road against the Houston Texans, 1-5-1. Very peculiar that it's both World Series teams, too. Wow, that is crazy. You know, that's, you know, now, you know, they're, you know I'm sure there's conspiracy, conspiracy theorists that think, you know, something's going on, but it's just uh, coincidence, people. Yep. Okay. So uh, I like. Let's see. I'm going to say the Eagles are probably like a two, uh, like a, 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 a ten and a half point favorite. Thirteen point favorite. All right. You know, I to win that game, son of a gun. I almost want you know, it's it's the NFL. I mean, there's going to be an upset. A couple. I, you know, I'm going to stick with my bold, my bold predictions. I'm going to say that the Texans win that game. Whoa! Holy Jesus! Man, he's starting out already. That's what I do. Going in fuego with the Texans. I, of course, am taking the Eagles because I winning is the most important thing to me. Uh, yeah, I don't see the Texans. Yeah, take it easy, Magic, okay? All right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that one, but hey, good luck, Joe. Uh, all right, now to Sunday's games. First one we got, the four and three Chargers are on the road. At a stadium in Georgia that has a Chick-fil-A, but it won't be open because it's on Sunday against the 4-4 four and four Falcons. Jesus, another one. So, uh, boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, wait. The, now, okay, who we were, we're in Atlanta. Who's in Atlanta again? The uh, San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. No, the Chargers, LA Chargers, the San Diego Chargers. I had to use the, my NFL sheet to blow my nose, so I don't have it anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, like you know, I I don't like the Chargers playing here. I think the Falcons win that game. The the uh, the uh, what the Falcons are probably favored by a couple. Um, the uh, the Chargers are actually a three point favorite. Wow, I, I like the Falcons to win the game. Um, this is one of those weird games where the Chargers got to fly across the country. It's nine o'clock for them. That's going to be hard for them to get motivated. I'm taking the Falcons as well. I think that's a solid pick. Um, next game up, we have the five and three Dolphins taking on a team that is flat out fucking miserable. 
the three and five Chicago Bears. It's in Soldier Field. It's going to be fifty-two degrees. Yeah, and of course I'll be at the watch party at Chris Payne's house. Of course. Uh, yeah, I think he's I think he's serving quiche this week. This <laughs> should be good. Most um, likely due to his impending doom on Tuesday. His <laughs> impending doom. What, what, what's on Tuesday? Then? Tuesday's election day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I believe I've, I've. It's been rumored he may run for office. Yeah, um, I've heard that. Yeah, I like. Uh, I don't like Chicago. I'll tell you that. So I like the Dolphins. Yeah. I'll take the Dolphins in that. I also am taking the Dolphins. Watching them play last week against the Cowboys, the Bears suck. I mean, the Bears are fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, here we go. Here's a bruiser of a game. The three and five Packers. And by the way, there's a, a, a rumor going around that Aaron Rodgers is playing bad on purpose. We'll see. Uh, the three and five Packers are on the road against the one and six Lions. Oh, on the road. We're going to Ford Field, are we not? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, Boy, I'll tell you what. The, the, I think the Packers got to get it back. The Packers, you know what? This will be the this will be the other two. I'll lose the upsets I pick, but this one will be the upset that that'll that'll, that'll happen. But I'm, I'm going to take the Packers. But I'll be so pissed if the if the Lions win this game. But I'm taking the Packers. You know, and it does almost look like he's playing that on purpose because he just doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers. You no, know? he really it's does. It's the man bun. Get rid of the yeah. man bun, bro. Come yeah. on. Yeah, come on. Be that free-swinging crazy guy that you once were. I mean, um, for God's sake, start dating a supermodel and get rid of the man bun. Yeah. You'll be fine. Um, I What's going to piss you off even more uh, about the Lions winning is that I am picking the Lions in this game. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a that'll be like a a battleground state when yep. the elections. That'll be our battleground game. Uh, how about the three and four, three four and one? The other team that tied, and I, I hate ties. Uh, the Colts on the road against the Patriots. Okay, so the the Colts are what three and five and one. Uh, the Colts are three, four, and one. Yes, three, four, and one. Okay, and the Patriots probably like what five and three or three and five or something. The Patriots are four and four. Patriots win that game. I like that game. Patriots probably favored by a few. Patriots are a five and a half point favorite. I like the. Um, let's see. You're taking the Patriots. Uh, Sam Ellinger, quarterback from Texas, is leading Indy now. I'm still going to take the Patriots in this game. Um. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Colts win, though. Uh, how about, oh, boy, this is actually a really good game now. Who would have ever thought this game would have been a good game? The 6-1 and one Buffalo Bills are going to East Rutherford, New Jersey, to MetLife Stadium to take on the 5-3 and three J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The Bills at the Jets. You know, this is like O.J. versus Joe Namath or something. Right? Um, I mean, this is, this is the... This is 1970s football, baby. Yeah, the Bills versus the Jets is a good game. I'm going to say that the Bills are obviously favored by, like, maybe a touchdown. The Bills are favored by 12 and a half points. Wow, take the 12 and a half for sure, but uh, the Bills win that game. Whew. I would bet the Jets. If I was betting that, I'd bet the Jets, but I'm taking the Bills to win the game. Now, we all know that I, I am a part, I, I want to be a part of the Bills Mafia. And I've been riding the bills pretty pretty strong. I'm I'm bucking off that horse though. 
I'm taking the Jets at home. I like the Jets at home. I just like the Jets. I don't know why. This is no, no, no. When the Bills play the Jets in Buffalo, I'll take Buffalo. I like the Jets in this game. I'm just, you heard it here first. So, Buffalo is playing New York in New Jersey. Yes. Okay. Makes sense. Makes total sense. Total sense. It's a New York team playing another New York team in New Jersey. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out. Good. Yeah, I got it figured out. I got my map right in front of me. I don't okay. use that damn Google stuff. No. I still got a map. The hell with Google. The hell there. Yeah, I got my own map. And I got it. I just bought a set of encyclopedias from the kid the other day. Nice. Nice. Uh, what, 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 what volumes did you get? The Britannica. Oh, nice. He only has up until M. I got to okay. wait and get the other half. All right. All right. Fair enough. Have you learned anything out of the uh, the, the Encyclopedia Britannica yet? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Uh, I uh, I know about the uh, Soviet Union, the USSR. Oh, wow. That they're a country. And uh, I've also learned that, uh, uh, that there's um, Mexico goes up until uh, – it's an older set. Mexico is, goes up into the United States. So I didn't okay. know that. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's the fascinating stuff. I'm very happy for your learning. I'm learning so much. I'm, I'm Every very time happy. I read my 1946 Encyclopedia Britannica. So, I mean, I'm learning a lot. Uh, all right. So you've got the Bills. I've got the Jets. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that game. Um, how about the next one? We got the 6-1 and one Vikings. Vikings look like they're for real, maybe. Uh, on the road against the four and four commandos. Oh, okay. The Vikings in Washington. Um, let's see. It's on a Sunday. So uh, let's see. Dan Snyder, hopefully he's not on lockdown or in, you know, <laughs> in the shoe, as they call it during the game. Um, uh, you know, he'll be, you know, Dan Snyder does go to uh, prison you know, the uh, solitary, uh, the, uh, you know, they call it, the, the slang is the bitches and snitches. Yes. All right. And so he'll probably be in that section. Um, I, but uh, let's see. Uh, boy, I like the skins. I'm taking skins. I bet the Vikings are probably favored by a touchdown. Then I'll take the skins. Uh, Vikings are favored by three and a half. I'll take the skins to win the game. Wow. That is interesting. I will never pick them. How about them Vikings, baby? Okay. All right. I can see this lead getting longer and longer. Uh, all right. Next one up, we've got the Las Vegas Raiders. The two and five Raiders are on the road in Jacksonville. Just what the doctor ordered. The uh, Raiders. Oh, my God. The Raiders. Did the Raiders score last week? No, they did not. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's it. Um, boy, and Jacksonville. The Jacksonville's best shot for a win. But the Raiders, the Raiders win this one. I bet you the I bet you that game. Uh, it's, that game's got to be like a no spread, like a pick'em game. Uh, Jaguars minus one and a half. So Jaguars yeah. minus one and a half. Yeah, that's close. Uh, I like I like the Raiders in a mild upset. I like the Raiders in that one too. I, I mean, they have to win that game. Yeah. Jesus. Um. All right. Now we get into the afternoon games on Sunday. The five and three Seattle Seahawks are on the road against. I love saying the three and five Arizona Cardinals. That is fantastic that they're losing this season. Um, well, 
Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm I'm done. Well, they, they, the Cardinals, and you know, they, they, how many? They, they've lost a ton at home. They seem to win on the road, but they've lost at home. They lost a, a, a bunch of games at home. Like mm-hmm. I think they have a record, like seven in a row or something like that. Um, but the Cardinals at home, they get a home win finally. The Cardinals win, and, and uh, uh, yeah, I like the Cardinals in that. You like the Cards? I I like the Cardinals in that. The Cardinals are actually one in three at home. Um, this year, okay. But yeah, it, I just don't believe in the Seahawks. I don't believe that five and three record they have. You know what and, I mean? You know, Their only prize spot is, is a Geno Smith, their quarterback. I think. Yeah, oh, he looks so. pretty good. You know, the West Virginia kid. But uh, I know I like I like uh, the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals to beat uh, to beat them. Okay. Uh, all right. Then we have the. Oh wow. This is a uh, is this a rematch of the NFC Championship game last year? The three and four LA Rams, your defending Super Bowl champions, taking on the former Super Bowl champions, the three and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so we okay. All right. We got this. The, who was that first team you said again? I'm the, trying to find the, it on the my Rams, here. The Rams, the L.A. Rams. Oh, right, the Rams, Rams. Yeah, that I was thinking for some reason I got the 49ers. The Rams. Um, yeah, I the Rams stink. Yeah, but uh, I think the Rams get a road win. Man, this is one of those. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Tampa Bay. Like the Ram, I, I I don't want to pick the Rams. You're picking the Rams, though. I'm picking the Rams because listen, Tom is the the, he's, the, the Brady. He, he when you talk about going out on top, I think it's 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 not it's not going to happen. You know, he, I think the whole divorce thing. He knows Giselle is calling me. He knows. I know. That, I know. You know he I knows know. that the Motel Six here. He's seen my AMC Pacer parked yeah. in there and. You know, he's upset. It's just that he's, he's upset. And, and and he's just not playing like Tom Brady. So I'm sorry the Rams win this one. And I'll bet you if the, uh, the Buccaneers are favored by, uh, what, like seven? Three. They're favored okay. by three. Man, this one's tough. I, I'm going to – I'll take the Rams. And, and now it, it brings to a question I have to you. So – with Tom Brady, it all started last year losing the NFC Championship game. He's never gotten back up from that. Think about it. All the offseason, then the turmoil now with Giselle. He's limping. I mean, they're 3-5. and five. They lose this game. They go to 3-6. and six. They're not making the playoffs. No. How? What does this do to the legacy of Tom Brady? That's what I mean. I mean, uh, you know, we, you know, I mean, just think about it. You know, Super Bowl, he retires, boom, out on top, supermodel, Super Bowls from every team he plays for. And then he, he, he goes, well, I'll go one more. And then he has to take days off. Then we have this turmoil. Now, then your wife leaves you. And then and you've got a losing record. Tom, 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 that, you know, come on, bro. I mean, you know, Magic, Magic almost went out on a downer, but then he had the, uh, we kind of did, but he had the the dream team. Yeah, he gave him a boost. No, sure. But Tom's going. Tom's, Tom's. You know, you should have got out last year, buddy. Yeah. Not, it, but it won't. It won't tarnish him that much. I mean, how many Super Bowl rings does the guy have? Seven. What, seven or yeah, six? Yeah, he's got seven. 
Yeah, crazy. But 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 in the but but like with all this happening with him limping out of the game because the the, the debate is always going to be there. Who's the greatest, him or Joe? Him or Joe? Who who's the greatest quarterback, him or Joe Montana? <laughs> well, you know, a lot of because some people base on stats, you know, and then like you know, some people say like Aaron Rodgers or 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 Drew Brees, you know, the greatest quarterback. But then you got it. But some. But then of course there's you when you win Super Bowls, that's locks it up. So Brady, Brady's got the stats and the Super Bowls. That's why he's the goat, pretty much. But Joe Montana, what had four? Yep. How many Super Bowls? Four Joe Super had four. Bowls Joe. Never, never lost. Never lost a Super Bowl. Never lost. Yeah, yeah. And played and, an I mean, era but where he, he doesn't get... have the huge stats. Yeah, but know, he but played still. an era where he got the shit beat out of him. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, and I'll, he, I'll always do take the same thing. He'll play for another team at the end. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I compared him. I mean, you know, Brady passed Joe when he went to the Super Bowl because Joe only took the the Chiefs to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah, right. When they changed teams, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't think I mean, it, 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 you know what? It's the definite sign. To, you know, Tom Brady, I, I'll bet you Tom Brady's saying right now, uh, I I guarantee this is my last season. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we all know it's his last season yeah. now. Yeah, because he gets a Social Security check next year. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're both taking the Rams in that game. How about the Sunday night game, the Tennessee Titans, the 5-2 and two Titans on the road against the 5-2 and two Chiefs? Well, uh, that's an easy one. I mean, the Chiefs are probably uh, favored by uh, 14. 12 and a half. Good pick. All right. Um, I'm going to say the Chiefs obviously going to take the Chiefs to win that game. I think the Chiefs are getting upset that nobody's talking about them. You know, everybody's talking about Philadelphia, and they're talking about the Jets, and they're talking about nobody's talking about the Chiefs. And I think that's starting to irk some of the Chiefs players. Um, and I think they win this game big. All right, Monday night game. We have the 5-3 and three Baltimore Ravens on the road against the 3-5 and five New Orleans Saints. Yuck. Now, this must be a bye week for the Niners. Uh, the Niners, the Steelers, the Giants, the Broncos, the Cowboys, and the Browns all have bye weeks. A big bye week. Big. Yep. It's always I always feel so happy when professional uh, athletes get a day off. Amen. You know, it warms my God heart. Almighty. They get a day off so they can they you can, know go to Aruba or something. They can spend some of their millions they're getting. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we got the Ravens at New Orleans. Yes, sir. And it's now the Caesars Superdome. Oh, that that is correct. It is the Caesars Superdome. Yeah, uh, I've never been there. I heard it's a dump. But uh, <laughs> let's play football below sea level. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take, I'd like to say, see, the Ravens are probably favored by a touchdown. Uh, Ravens by two and a half. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the, uh, I'm going to take the Saints at home. I think they win one. All right. Uh, I'm going to take the Ravens on the road just because I, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea why I'm even taking them, but I, I just I, I don't like the Saints. I don't like Jameis Winston. And I'm I'm falling out of love with Lamar Jackson. I don't want him to be a cowboy quarterback, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, not a big Lamar Jackson fan either. Yep. Uh all right, Joe. Well that does it for us today, my friend. 
listen, so real quick, uh, I know we will uh, we will probably not talk before the election, or right. did you? Uh, because you know Nevada, huge battleground state coming up. Uh, I might call you. Uh, let me know a number to, to call you Tuesday night because Tommy can't do the show Tuesday uh, night, and I might come on the air for a couple hours Tuesday night. So I might give you a call. Yeah, no, text me or call me. Always use this number. Uh, always use this number right off the bat if there's any changes. I'll have my staff uh, forward okay. the information to you. Yeah, yeah, you'll be in your war room crunching numbers and seeing what the delegates are doing. I'll be in the situation room. Okay, actually. fantastic, fantastic, my friend. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Murph, have a great weekend, my friend. You too, buddy. Thanks so much. All right, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, everybody. God, you got to love him. You just got to love him. Uh, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. It's a Thursday. It's almost Friday. Let's get you kicked off a little bit early. On August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet.
can't begin to know it, but then I know it's growing strong. Wasn't the spring, and spring became the summer. Who'd have believed you'd come along? Hand touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. Flowers, 
You know those artificial flowers Fashioned from Annie's despair With paper and shears With some wire and wax She made up each tool up and mum Snowflakes drifted into her tenement room Her baby little fingers grew numb From making artificial flowers Artificial flowers Flowers for ladies of high fashion to wear She made artificial flowers Artificial flowers Made from Annie's despair They found little Annie all covered with ice Still clutching her poor frozen shears Amidst all the blossoms she had fashioned by hand And watered with all her young tears There must be a heaven where little Annie can play In heavenly gardens and bowers And instead of a halo She'll wear around her head A garland of genuine flowers No more artificial flowers Throw away those artificial flowers Flowers for ladies of society to wear Throw away those artificial flowers Those dum-dum flowers Fashioned from Annie's Fashioned from Annie's despair Give her the real thing Diamond, some Bobby Darren, aka Kevin Spacey. I still love his version better than Bobby Darren's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kevin Spacey, you know, he's acquitted. Bad guy, but still like that song. I just saw what could be one of the funniest stories I've seen in a long, long time. And this is fantastic. Within a 24-hour period this week, a homeless encampment in Portland, Oregon was removed and construction crews showed up to build a pickleball court <laughs> where the homeless encampment once was. Oh, man. I, I tell you what, there is that, that, that just refreshes my soul that we kicked bums out all in favor of this new fad that's taking over. Pickleball! It's all the tennis without the running. (laughs) But the best part, it happened in Portland. In one of those, like, suburban neighborhoods where they just showed up and then there are bums in your front yard. No more bums. Pickleballers. 
Oh, God bless that. That mayor's fucking, that guy right there, they need to drug test that son of a bitch. For one day, he's there to protect the homeless. The next day, he's like, ooh, pickleball courts. Oh, God almighty, I love it. I love it so much. This is, you know, it, it, it's... I don't know why that's playing. That shouldn't be playing. Um, I don't know why I get so much joy out of the stupidity uh, of America and the people that are here and, and, and are just fucking losing their minds. That we allow homeless encampments in people's front yards in, in neighborhoods. We're not talking about homeless encampments in front of, like, you know, a bunch of vape shops and head shops and fucking kinkos, which those places are all fine businesses, and they shouldn't have it in front of their business either. But we've gotten okay as a society to where we say, well, we can't say anything to them because we feel bad. I'm done feeling bad. Hey, sorry you ain't got a home, but this one ain't it. Move on. Get the fuck out. And you know what? You know what? If you're not meant to survive it, nature will take care of you. And you can say, you can say, oh, Arnie, my God, that is so, that's so wrong. No, it's not. There are plenty of homeless people that could survive being homeless. And they do. They survive, and then all of a sudden they become productive members of society, and then they move on. It doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. Now, why did that happen for those people, but not these other people? Because they wanted it to happen. I mean, I think it's funny that they built pickleball courts there. Rather than something good for the community, let's get pickleball courts. But enough is enough. And this leads me to the uh, the if statement of the day. And it takes me to the story that we had about two weeks ago about a woman who was being thrown off a bus by about three loud, verbally abusive young men. They actually just picked her up and like threw her off the bus. And I asked the question then, where are the men in our society? So I'm going to ask the question, if you were in a situation to stand up for somebody, would you do it, and what are the costs that you say, no, it's not worth it? So you're on a city bus, and you see three hooligan kids giving an old woman a hard time. Will you react if you see something like that? Would you say something? Would you do something? By the way, filming it is not doing something. Jake Tapper next getting the axe at CNN. Uh, Triple T says I would stand up 100%, and I know Triple T, and I believe that. I believe that I would say something, but 
then we have to go to the, at what links do you go? Three teenagers. What if it's five gigantic dudes? I mean, you know you got an ass whooping coming to you. I'm not saying that, that you're going to get you get scot-free with the three dudes. But at what point? I And I'm just, this is for my own, I don't know, jollies, I guess. At what point do you say, okay, to five big guys assaulting one person, do you stand up for them? And it, I'm not judging you on anything. I'm just asking a simple question because if it's five big-ass guys, I have to look out for my own welfare too, don't I? I have three levels of protection at all times on my person. Okay, all right. I don't know if I would do it. I don't want to get sued by some punk-ass kid to lose everything I work so hard for. Good call, good call. I would say something, maybe not get involved physically unless they're actually assaulting her. If so, then video it and report it immediately. I would say something. It, it's a fault of mine. Toy-owned department. Uh, Toy-owned demerit. Uh, I can't keep my mouth shut, especially if I see something wrong. I just can't sit back and watch. Now, now let, let, let's take the CCW out of it. Let, let, let's take the fact that I, I'm just asking you, Imano, Imano. I'm going to say something to three teenagers fucking around with a chick. I'm going to say something. Five big guys, I might say something, but I, I know that if I say something, it's on. Ten? No. I'm, I'm getting off the bus probably. But we've reached a level in our society where we won't say one thing to one, uh, like, I remember, the, the, I've seen plenty of videos of, you know, fake videos where they're doing it for demonstration purposes, where a guy and a chick are on a bus or on a plane, and the guy is just fucking, just, just motherfucking her up and down on the verge of hitting her, and nobody says anything to him. And a lot of times, if you were to say something to him, the woman would probably say, why don't you mind your own fucking business? Because that's her man you're talking to there. I think the point of this if statement today was this. And this is the if, the real if part of it. If you can go to bed at night knowing what you've done that day, and you can close your eyes and go to sleep and you can feel good about it, You've done all that you can do. And, and, that, and that, that's about as, as real as it gets right there. If you know you've done everything that you can do, then there you go. And more power to you. In society, when the criminals are held up and the victims are decent people in society are criminalized, there's not much you can do anymore. No, there's not. And that's the sad part. And that's where we have to start taking back over. It's those instances. And and look, maybe maybe Portland started something here. I mean, the pickleball courts fucked it all up. But Portland is taking parts of their city back. And they're not apologizing for it. And by the way, they shouldn't. 
I don't care if I, I think it's just funny because pickleball is like the new it game. I don't care if they were building tetherball courts, skateboard ramps. I don't give a fuck what it was. It's their city. They should be able to do with it what they want, and they are. And I say if Portland can do it, fuck the rest of the country sure as fuck can. Because everything the ogre said is true. Criminals are held at this higher level. And then when when they don't, you know, when they don't suffer the consequences, they're like, oh, there you go. See, they got they got it. They got what they deserve. No, they didn't. No, they didn't at all. Look at Chicago. If, if I saw hoodlums fucking with someone, I'd shrug. Those assholes overwhelmingly vote in horrible crime-loving mayors like Adelman. Fuck them. Yeah. Portland ain't taking shit back. Fucking liberal cesspool. Well, Ken Dog, this is happening in Portland where they're building pickleball courts where homeless people were. <sighs> I just think it's funny. Uh, that That's all. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, I got to give you an update on Twitter. Because this was a big topic yesterday, and we found out more. Elon Musk says that people that have been blackballed from Twitter, i.e. Donald Trump, won't be back until weeks after the election. So Donald Trump will probably come back to Twitter. He's going to be charging $8 a month for the blue check. And I got to say, he's a genius. He's a fucking genius for it. Because I'll tell you this, on that first day that that goes into effect, I don't know how many people are on Twitter, if it's 100 million people or if it's a billion people. I'm betting that he makes $100 million on the first day with the sale of the blue checks. Oh, I, I, I am not exaggerating that at all. He's going to charge $8 a month. Do you know how much status is involved with that blue check? That blue check is everything to some people. And AOC came out and said, she said some, some bullshit about having to pay for this, having to pay for free speech. Elon Musk, she tweet, he tweeted her back, he goes, Thank you for con- your constructive criticism. That'll be $8. Remember the old days with leper colonies or old pits or quarries? Let the homeless and the junkies set up a camp. Fuck, I'll even pay for the tents and keep them pan- pinned in. Want to be homeless? Knock yourself out. Get in the pit and you'll get out. We throw your back ass back in. Enjoy the lazy life without rules or decorum. And everybody, you know, everybody gets mad at me. Or I used to get in trouble for making fun of the homeless. I ain't talking about people that were made homeless recently by, like, layoffs and shit like that. When I'm making fun of the homeless, I'm talking about the homeless homeless. I ain't talking about the down on their luck. They'll get their shit back, hopefully, in a couple weeks. 
I'm talking about these motherfuckers that have been out there for years. Years. Do you know how many groups are out there to help these people? They have so many. They, I think they almost have as many advocates as they do homeless. All the people that are willing to help them get jobs, fill out applications, fill out places to get homes, things like this and that, get their lives restarted, and they don't want any part of it. And you know what? More power to them. That's the American way. Their American dream is being free and loose. And, and honestly, Ogre, they already have one of those. I think that we should move the, the America's homeless all out to that rock city out in the desert. I think it's called Rock City. I saw it on Vice TV one time where it's all just a bunch of squatters that don't have much, all they got, and they live there. They have their own fucking way of life there. Go there. Put up a big-ass fence around it. Done and done. (sighs) But, yes, going back to Twitter... The, the blue check mark is going to cost you now $8 a month. He's going to make so much money the first day that that's available because so many people want that. I've never had it. I tried to get it because it, it does open up a lot more for you. Now it doesn't. The blue check used to be cool. Now the blue check, yeah. Slab City, there it is. Thank you, Straight Fire. That's the name of it, Slab City. Have them all out there. Bye. Enjoy the wonderfully hot and fucking dry climate. You wanted it, you got it. Oh. This blue check thing is hilarious. All the lefties who are bitching about free speech are the same ones who didn't want free speech before Musk took over. Wait a second. They're mad because he's taking the check away saying that's affecting free speech. I don't know how that's affecting free speech. But banning people on a Twitter account and then bringing people back who were banned for their speech is not an attack on free speech. It, it, it's in favor of free speech. God damn, people are stupid. Drop off seed packets and gardening equipment, fence them in. If they don't work, they starve to death. Fuck all those lazy assholes who sit around doing drugs and shitting whenever. And you know what? With the ones that, that croak, they can eat them. I don't care. That'll be their source of protein. It's insanity. Stupid. Oh, we got to take care of them. They don't know any better. And then all, and you always get hit with this one. You always get hit with this one. You, when you start to make fun of homeless people, what about the homeless veterans? What about them? What do you say about the homeless veterans? I say the country let them down. That's what I say. I say homeless veterans, people that fought in wars that are on the street, that, that, that did their job, that stood up for our country. Um, the, the government has completely let them down. We've talked on this show a number of times about VA hospitals. 
Where, do the, where does the VA get their funding? It's not private. No, they get their funding from the government. I personally think our veterans should have the best health care available. The best. The same shit that's available to, like, the president and, senior, and senators and stuff like that. Our, our, our troops deserve that. And then, if there are homeless problems, we go and take care of those homeless veterans first. We offer them all the amenities we've offered all these other people that are on the streets because they want to be on the streets. Uh, homeless veterans should get bare bones housing and intensive therapy if they don't want that or, or shun our help, then fuck them too, veteran or not. Yeah, it's up to them. Oh, I, uh, Ogre, I don't find that to be any, any sort of anti-military at all. I know how pro-military you are, absolutely. And I agree with you that there are some people, when, when you get to the veterans' comment, and, and that's when they'll always hit you with it, especially if they know you lean right. You say, hey, you offer them. They're the first in line for everything. And if they turn it down, then then done. But they, they, they're the right to first refusal. And if they turn it down, shun it, then hey, we tried. We did our best for that one. Move on to the next person. You can't force people to get help. You can't. As much as you might want to, you can't. Um, James Corden is in a little bit of trouble again. Well, it's like the world is out to get James Corden right now. And rightfully so. Uh, I, I want to amend a statement I made about James Corden. Saying that he was a talented, funny guy because I like the carpool karaoke. You know what? I'm done with James Corden. James Corden is a smug, obnoxious little British fella who likes musicals. That doesn't make him funny. It doesn't make him funny, haha, at least. A couple weeks ago, we found out that he is absolutely miserable to deal with in a restaurant situation, and he's been banned from the Belazar restaurants in New York. Now... James Corden, quote-unquote, inadvertently told a Ricky Gervais joke on his late show the other night. Uh, Let's see. The bit about the Times Square advertisement for guitar lessons is brilliant. Gervais tweeted about a younger comic's uh, retelling of his joke. According to transcript, told by Corden, it went like, when you see Elon Musk talk about Twitter, he does this thing where he goes, well, it's town square, but it isn't because if someone puts up a poster in town squares and says guitar lessons available, like you don't get people in the town going, I don't want to play guitar, I want to play the piano. So you're, you're, you're busting on society for not wanting what's available to them. Um, you knowingly did that. Comedians know other comedians' shit. And you want to know why? So they don't steal it. At least good comedians don't steal it. 
to me, this is a tough one for me because there, to me, is in the comedy world, there's nothing lower than stealing people's jokes. There is nothing. and, and, And not giving any kind of credit whatsoever where it's due. This is unforgivable. Look what happened to Carlos Mencia. He got accused of it by Joe Rogan, and it turned out to be true. And what's happened to Carlos Mencia? Hell, he ain't even on the fucking surreal life. And what happened to Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan's one of the richest entertainers out there. You, you, you can't do this. You, you don't do this. And, and look, it's easy to do. It is very, very easy to do because sometimes some comedians will have you thinking, oh, my God, I've never thought about that, and then you start putting that together. But then you have to realize, oh, the origin of that concept is somebody else's joke. And that's the thing. Like, like a lot of people don't understand. Sometimes co- comedians have worked on bits for years and years and years. And sometimes the joke starts out as a quick one or two liner. And then over time, it builds. My story that I have, I could do an hour stand-up show, I think, based on what I used to close with. And that was the story of the uh, laryngi- or the, the, the voice box people. Eh, these people. That used to be a two-minute story on stage. The first time I told it at, uh, at the Silver Legacy, it went for 17 and a half minutes. I could give you an hour on that. Because they, as, as comedians, they learn how to make that joke grow and be funny on so many other levels. And that's the, that's the, the talent of a comedian. And I didn't learn that until late in the game. And I have to give credit where credit's due. Carlos Rodriguez told me about that. And it's like the tic tac dough board uh, of how to write a joke. And so it, it truly is amazing to watch. And for somebody to come around and just steal a joke like that, like, like James Corden has done, and James Corden doesn't need to steal jokes. Well, maybe he does, but his writers shouldn't. And that's the one thing that I will never forgive these guys for. And, and, and it's hard for me. It's so hard for me because there are some comedians in the past that I truly did love and they didn't write their own material. But, hey, I understand that's how the business went back then. But, man, oh, man. I wouldn't want to ever – if – if stage fright is that bad for you, gosh, I feel for you. So if I could write the gold that was written for Richard Pryor, I would have delivered that. But once again, James Gordon will probably be let off because he's the cute little British guy that does the voice, the karaoke thing. So he's so cute. He's like a little koala bear. James Corden is a turd. I'll say it. You know what? I, I did damn right. Damn right. I, I, I'm going to take the, the, the high ground on here. James Corden 
is a turd. I said it. I said I said it. And you know what? James, I'm sure one of your writers is listening to this show to get some ideas for comedy. I challenge you to a fight. That's right, you and me, James Corden. Mano Imano. I haven't done this one in a while. I haven't done this bit in a while where I challenge a celebrity to a fight. James Corden, I'm calling you out, son. This ain't going to be any kind of bullshit rap battle that you have where you've completely honkified fucking Method Man. No, 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 no. No, my friend. This this is going to be Duke's up. Oh, I would whoop his ass. God damn, I would enjoy that too. I I think as as I'm as I'm kicking him in his side when he's down, I do believe I will at at some point start talking shit when I'm beating him up. And I'll probably say something like, "Remember 1776, bitch." Who knows? It could be an international incident. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see if James takes me up on it. I like that, Jen. I can challenge him to a your mama joke off, and if he gets one that's too close to home, boom, I get to deck him. I like that. I like that. Oh, that's a surprise attack on him. Not necessarily a sucker punch because I'll be standing in front of him, but it'll be a surprise attack. Just like George Washington did in 1776, bitches. Woo! I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Everybody who gets that joke is laughing their ass off right now. People are like, God damn, that's a smart joke. Wow. Let me explain the joke now. Due to the fact that George Washington was the guy who invented guerrilla warfare, no more lining up, facing troops face-to-face. George went after them everywhere he could, and that's how it started. So there you go. That's the, the joke. Now it's a genius joke. Everybody gets it. Now I've killed it. Oh, man. Cops in Ohio should have known better. They should have known better than this. Hire Terry Silver and say, make him bleed. I like that. Ha, 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 cocaine. Ohio cops decided to get in the spirit of Halloween the other day and decided, well, they're in uniform. They can't really dress up. Hey, you know who's not in uniform? Our horses. Ohio cops are accused of dressing their patrol horses like Klansmen. The 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 horses were draped in white sheets and had holes cut out for the eyes. Now from my recollection, there's the there's some pictures of it here. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, they've got pictures of it too. I I have to say, probably not the best idea. 
as I'm looking at old photos where Klansmen used to also mask their horses with white claws. Now they had more of the KKK, you know, emblems on there. But this is just probably not the best idea. I I get it. I get it. Get it. See, but this is where you have to participate in the current world we live in. This is where we don't live in should land or or it should be this way, Bill. God damn it, as soon as you said horses, I swear to God, I immediately thought ghosts looking like KKK members, yep. Ah, uh, that that that's old. They also could have been ghosts. Is that not how you imagine a ghost costume? Oh, look, look, I get it. And that's what they were supposed to be. They were supposed to be ghosts. And and once again, I understand what the cops were doing. I totally get what the cops were doing. And I appreciate it. I think good for them to be a part of the community on a festive day. Was the horse black like Clyde Bigsby? Clayton Bigsby? Yes, they're black horses. What the fuck is wrong with rainbow clown wigs or fucking pumping looking sheets? Something was someone was not thinking. Is there more perpetuality offended race asking for a friend? No. I, I just, I, I got to make a decision on this, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm just going, oh, my God. This, this is, once again, this is bad optics. I can't say that I'm in favor of this or I'm anti this because, like I said, it, I get it. I don't really think that the person that thought of this said, hey, Let's make our horses look like clan horses. I don't think they said that. Did somebody in the police department maybe say that when they saw it? Possibly. But I think it's fantastic. I mean, if I were to see the... Because of where my mind is always, when I, if I were to see that, I would think they were clan horses. I, I'm just going to tell you. It's a fantastic story. It's got to be one of my favorite Halloween stories of the year so far. Oh boy! Oh, uh, oh, we got to. Oh, I got to tell this story here. We got to do this. Powerball. Powerball is at at one point two billion dollars. Oh my God. Wow. The current $1.2 billion Powerball is staggering amount of money. Um, They're just talking about this guy who has a podcast on who he won it before and what you're supposed to do and all that kind of stuff. $1.2 billion. Wow. Meanwhile, some sheriff's department in Pig's Nut, Alabama is like, geez, even we ain't that stupid. Yeah. Hey, Earl, you want to dress up the horses like like ghosts? Man, are you crazy? I think we're the clan. Oh, shit, that's right.
What if you were to go on a horseback and you you, you were to cover the horse like in, in like sheets that were camo, and you were wearing camo and you were going as incognito? Uh, that's a genius joke for you to figure out. So there you go, $1.2 billion. And you can't win if you don't play. Well, I'm here to tell you, you can't win. In the latest story that just says, Surprise, surprise, surprise. A prominent New York trans activist is arrested for allegedly soliciting a minor. Transgender activist in New York was arrested and charged for soliciting a minor. Leilani Munoz was arrested last month in the Bronx. The alleged 14-year-old boy who identified as Josh on the dating app Grinder was trying to pick up, and this guy got it. Look, this is this is this is that terrible slippery slope. And by terrible slippery slope, I mean this. This is why that group, the the Alphabet Mafia, will never ever get along. And it's, it's due to the way other people think, sure. Because everybody thinks that just being gay makes you a pedophile. A lot of people think that. And they're absolutely wrong for thinking that. Okay? Then a lot of people think that if you go trans, you're going to definitely be a pedophile. That's not true. Now, I'm not saying being gay, you can't be a pedophile. You can, sure, but it doesn't automatically mean that. One doesn't lead to the other. And now it's starting to seem that trans way is starting to go that way. This is where the trans community needs to come out and and fucking crucify the person that did this. I'm sorry, I, I, I mean, look, man. The first thing our society needs to do is, is clean up its fucking act. You, you want to know, you, you want to clean up the swamp in Washington? I think that's great. That's like number four or five on the list of things we have to do. We got to clean up our streets, man. We got to clean up better behind us. Meaning all this bullshit, these these people, we got to stop protecting people that that assault our children. I'm no I'm no activist for groups like this or anything like that, but there's nothing worse than than seeing these crimes happen. We had a great opportunity as America to get some answers to maybe some gigantic questions in the pedophile world answered. Yet a woman sits in a Florida prison, and she has been convicted of trafficking people, yet nobody has been arrested for them getting trafficked, too. It doesn't make sense to me. 
and these people that commit these heinous crimes towards our children are also prominent members of society, some elected officials. That's where we have to stand up and say enough is enough, and I know we don't stand up because we have enough to do. Hell, we have too much to do. People don't stand up in America. The, the, the correct people don't stand up and do what's right in this country is because they're doing what's right for them. And I can't argue with that. They're the ones paying their bills. They're the ones sending their kids to college. They don't have time to stand out uh, in a downtown street yelling at the top of their lungs about ideas they don't really even know or talk about people they don't even know. Because that doesn't pay bills in their world. And as I've warned you, those are the people you don't want to wake up, and they're starting to wake up just in time for a gigantic election next week. Now, this is something I've held back this entire time that I've been talking when next week happens, and I do believe in a giant red wave, the country will be fractured even more. And I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to like to hear. The Republicans aren't going to get shit done either. They're not. They might right some wrongs that we've seen happen in the last couple of years, but they ain't going to get it right either. The woke activist assholes who don't work can go preach at the asshole city. Amen to that. Devil's advocate to be on the dating app, you're supposed to be 18. Oh, I get it, but hey, it, it don't matter. I mean, you're probably still not going to get that thrown out of court. And it all comes down to, once again, just clean up behind yourself. Don't worry about what other people are doing. you got enough stuff to worry about on your own. All these woke people out there that are woke for... I, I don't even know why they're woke. I, I, I don't know. I don't understand Karens. Who, who are you talking for, lady? I just want to encounter a Karen once. So I can just completely disintegrate her. Oh, if I'm ever, I'm throwing the phone to Brady Kid and saying, film this. Jerry Jones faces possible NFL fine for wearing a referee Halloween costume. Oh, Jerry. Jerry, 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 you can't do that. Oh, gosh. And he's got glasses on. Oh, man. So he had a private Halloween party. Somebody took a picture with him there. 
and now the NFL is going to fine him for it? God, the NFL is a fucking great place to play, isn't it? Glad they have a sense of humor about themselves. I love this next story. A mother of seven. No, she doesn't live in a shoe. I don't know why I can't wear a referee costume. I guess they're saying that that's criticizing the league. A mother of seven, 45, who is addicted to tattoos. Now, now, as someone who has a lot of tattoos, uh, both arms are sleeved out, lots of tattoos on the legs and the back and the side and the stomach and the chest. Um, I like tattoos a lot. I like being symmetrical. That's why I'm matching on both sides. Um, I would not call it an addiction, though. As someone who was addicted, meaning powerless over alcohol and drugs, much more prominent problem. But, but, but let me digress, and I'll go on. Admits this mother of seven, 45, who's addicted to tattoos, Admits she can't get a job due to her hundreds of prison-style inkings, uh, including on her face and all over her face. I have a simple thing to play for this uh, young lady here. Please, uh understand what I'm trying to tell her. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my mad existence, I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. The meaning of that is this. It's very simple. You decided to get tattoos all over your fucking face. And you're worried that people won't hire you because, yes, because you are frightening. Look, I I support my fellow tattoo enthusiasts out there. But once you cross that line, and usually that line is right around the neck area. Once you start inching up in that world, you look like a sideshow freak. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. You either look like a sideshow freak, especially if you're a chick and you got that done. If you're a dude, it looks like you're in one of the cartels. Addiction usually leads to sucking dick on a street corner. Imagine how much dick you got to suck to get ink done. (laughs) My jaw's sore thinking about it. Quick, somebody tell this lady that OnlyFans is hiring. People will pay a lot of money to see tattooed butthole. There you go. 
Look, in, in today's world, there's so many ways to make money. Hell yeah, go fucking be the tattooed chick on on OnlyFans. I mean, you're kind of an uggo anyway. You're kind of like an ugly version of, uh, uh, what's that broad's name? Uh, Leah Durnham. Leah Dunham. It's kind of an ugly version of that with tattoos. Hey, somebody wants to see your butthole. You know what? That should be that should be the name of one of my companies. Tattooed butthole got the name for my next punk rocker. Look, 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 look. There's people out there. You 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 want to watch getting your butthole tattooed? Fucking go ahead, man. There's places to watch that shit. You can make money. People will watch that shit. I'm not judging you for doing it. I'm not judging them for watching it. I don't hang out with those kind of people, but hey. More power to you. Honey, I can't find a job. Do you have a butthole? That's the name of the company. Do you have a butthole? I am a self-help guru. Come to my seminar. Do you have a butthole? <laughs> so I, I put on a seminar. I charge money, of course, for people to be there. And somebody, and it's called, Do You Have a Butthole? And I'll take questions from people on the, uh, Artie, uh, how can I gain financial freedom and pay off all my loans? I just look at him and go, do you have a butthole? You do? Well, if you take a lot of pictures of it and let people do stuff to your butthole, you can pay all that shit down. Now i got to ask, are you willing to do that? You're not willing to do that? Then don't come to me and say I'm willing to do whatever it takes. That's what I wish doctors and therapists would tell these people that come there. I, I need help. I, I, I need financial help. I'll do whatever it takes. Do you have a butthole? You can get Jordan Belfort to say, sell me this tattooed butthole. I have outsmarted, I, I have outsmarted the Wolf of Wall Street here. Everybody's got a butthole, meaning everybody has a chance to make a lot of money. I could name it. Look, look, I could name it. Do you have a vagina? Do you have a penis? But do you have a butthole? Everybody's got a butthole. See? Masses. You market to the masses. And once you start making it, you can make it as 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 descript as you want. Maybe you're gonna film stuff where where you know somebody, I don't know, puts birthday candles in your butthole. Hey, there's somebody out there that'll love that. There you go. There's 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 a couple grand. You're welcome. I'm just trying to make house payments for everybody. That's all. 
By the way, uh, do you have a butthole trademark, Arnie State Show? Registered. Our final story today. This is what I love. I love when smart people. Well, not 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 smart people. I, I like smart people. I like having conversations. I like smart people. I don't like smug smart people. I don't like smug smart people and fake smart people. Are they, they're the same to me? Except one is actually smart, the other one's just smug and pretending to be smart. And yes, I'm talking about everybody who's ever worked in a fucking bookstore. I'm just telling you right now, we've all felt it. We've all been in a... Now, kids' bookstores, we used to buy these things that were called books that weren't available online. We'd have to sit down in a, in a well-lit room and, and open this thing and read it. And we used to go to bookstores to buy these books. And everybody who worked in a bookstore had this, this air about them, this sense of uh, hierarchy. Because they're in a learned bookstore. Oh, look at me. I work at Barnes and Noble. I work at B and, and finally one night I snapped. And then I realized I can't snap all the time on these people. So then I took it to the other direction, the direction I still like to go in sometimes today. Um, but I snapped on one of these people. And this is when I vowed never to make fun of working people again even though I still kind of make fun of them. Because if you have a job, you're contributing to society, I got nothing to say. But when you're a smug, sorry son of a bitch working at a B. Dalton, you realize you work in a mall, right? That's all I had to say. Brought them down a couple notches. And that wasn't right of me, because they're working. So instead of doing that, I'll let them work and do their job, and I go up and ask for the most foul-sounding magazines known to mankind. Uh, do you have this month's uh, magazine? Uh, do you have this month's edition of Fister, Hardly Newer? I see a 3 a.m. infomercial with Arnie walking in front of a filled studio selling his seminar. You have a butthole, don't you? Now, now, am, am, do I have a cool sweater on? At you came hard at bookstore employees. I'll not mention, I worked at a bookery, a small bookstore in my hometown. I love that place. The smell of books, uh, the store dog, good time. Not, not not all the employees were that way, but a lot of them were. So I, I, I made them pay. But this is when I lo- this is what I love. An Alabama man has been accused of squatting in at least five different places since 2021. 2021. And hasn't been kicked out yet. This man has been living in the dorms at Stanford for 10 months and hasn't been kicked out. Uh, The school newspaper reported that William Curley, um, 
who posed as a Stanford student, was first removed from campus in 2021, but continued to pose as a student and squat in various dorms throughout the campus. Um, they can't find him. Uh, he tried to steal a TV from a dorm on campus, at which point the RAs contracted school officials who handed Curry a stay-away letter at the time. Uh, he's back. This is what I love. Even... You want to think one of the, the the highest learning places in the country. One of the most accredited colleges that we have, Stanford, can't keep a guy out from squatting. Oh, yeah, you can. Oh, yeah. They, they, you don't have to answer the question. You have a butthole for this. You can keep that guy out, and I'm going to tell you how. This is a free one here. Hey, Stanford, you listening? You want to keep him out? The next time you catch him squatting somewhere, kick the ever-loving fucking shit out of him. See if he comes back. If he comes back, you do it again. This is the way that you solve that problem. This makes you look stupid. This makes you look dumb. Oh... Come on down to Arnie's. Do you have a butthole consultation? We won't charge you out the ass for your help. Uh, and yes, I thought I was better, but only because I was a smart-ass college kid, yeah. I worked at a B. Dalton in the mall. Man, did we get the dregs in the middle-class suburbia. Amen. In that small-used bookstore in Plasterville, I think I've been there. Cool old score with the short ceiling and really cramped. Yeah. Dude's been squatting there on campus. Hey, man, is that mine? Uh, I'm just showering you. Hey, I'll see you today in chemistry. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm going to be stealing your TV. Uh, all right, that is going to do it for us today. I'm going to go work on my seminar, the Do You Have a Butthole Seminar, because I think that that's my newest get-rich scheme. Do you have a butthole? Uh, we will be back tomorrow, and tomorrow is Friday. Look at that. You've made it through the work week. Holy shit. So until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic Thursday, and adios, everybody. Uh... Her breath. Sweet Eileen's Nebeline, she forgot I hung the moon. And Allison's in Galveston, somehow lost her sanity. 
and dimples Who now lives in temples Got the law looking for me is outside waiting to arrest him.